You're listening to Wait On Purpose Podcast, the show for single women who want to overcome emotional discomfort with being single, understand the fear of being alone, and transform it to self-love while celebrating this season with joy, purpose, and passion. Each week, we'll explore topics on how to optimize your season of singleness and become who you want to attract. Now, here's your host, Tracy Noel, the introverted empath. Welcome back to another episode of Wait on Purpose. This is your girl, Tracy Noel, and you know, this podcast is all about optimizing our season of singleness as women and just giving ourselves that space to heal and grow and really develop to the person we want to attract. And so today I want to talk about uh, self-care, self-love, and how that looks. Now, it looks different for everyone, but I want to share what helped me during my season of healing and and what is still working for me in hopes that it resonates with your spirit and just resonates with you, right? So I remember being in a very uh, broken space. I really allowed um, the men who I had relationships with to abuse me physically, emotionally, and verbally, and it really left some scars. It really left some scars and some insecurities. And so I was in a really, really broken space, and my choices and what I allowed reflected that space so you know to quiet the hunger or to quiet you know that brokenness I you know I smoked weed and cigarettes and I kind of drunk my sorrows away every day and I would notice as the high came down I was still in the same space nothing changed no results but now my money was spent on something you know, that I didn't need, and my bills weren't paid either, which led me to feel even more worthless. So it was just like this repeating cycle, spiraling out of control, and it was not serving me or my children. I had to try something different. So I really start working on myself from the inside out. Like I literally stopped asking God for tables, and start asking God for trees so that I can create my own tables to sit at. I distanced myself from the world and kind of became isolated at one point and then insulated at another point. But it it allowed me to step closer to God. I had to learn how to love myself all over again but also to accept and love myself just the way I was. I had to really make the mirror my best friend. And there were some beautiful and some ugly truths that came to surface that I had to face in order to heal. 
one of those things was I had to learn to forgive myself and just remind myself of not only who I was, but whose I was. And I recognized that I was one of God's best ideas and there were no mistakes in the creation of me. Now, I wish I could say that getting closer to God and going to church was the first thing I did towards healing and recovery. I wish I can say that because it sounds like the right thing to say, right? But honestly, it was loving and getting back to myself that catapulted and started my healing as well as my relationship with God. It took me to love myself more by forgiving myself, like I said, and just showing myself compassion. It took doing nice things for myself. It took me eating more healthy and resting more. It took me stop smoking cigarettes and stop smoking weed. It took me getting out in nature and spending energy on things that made me feel good, things that fed my soul. So I, you know, went back to school and started learning new things, start focusing more on my children and investing more into their future. It took me putting pride in my appearance again, exercising, working out. The reflection in the mirror became my bestie (laughs) and I learned to love myself all over again like I said but this time unconditionally which guided me to get closer to God the divine source I in discovering how special I was was what I needed to guide me closer to God because I wanted to get to know who was responsible for creating me in such a powerful light And in that discovery, I learned that I was a co-creator of my life and that my life was a reflection of what I thought about the God in me and around me. And it was in this revelation that I took my personal power back. I started to make changes to my life step by step. And And even though I knew that it would not be easy, Um, I knew that it would be hard. I knew that it would be a challenge. I was up for it. And I was looking forward to the journey back to my throne because for some reason, I stepped off of it. And there are a few ways that I recognized my self-esteem was suffering and that my self-love and self-care was off balance that I would like to share with you. And just see if any of these sound familiar with you. So first off, I became very fearful of stepping outside of my comfort zone. I didn't believe in who I was. I didn't believe that my story needed to be heard. I didn't believe that I was worthy of anything other than, you know, being a mother, making sure I, you know, work the nine to five, pay my bills. But I just stayed in this comfort zone, this bubble And I was just so afraid of stepping outside of that. I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want to be criticized. I didn't want people gossiping about me and what they thought was going on in my life. I was fearful of that. So I really stayed to myself. Another thing was I became very defensive and 
everything everyone was saying and doing to me. Like, I took a lot of things personal. And I thought others can only see the worst in me. Um, all of my relationships were strained. In fact, I think I kept a guard up that prevented anyone from getting close to me. Like, could you imagine trying to connect with someone through a brick wall? You know, after a while, you're going to walk away or you're going to try to talk to me through this brick wall, but it's going to be a very shallow and surface level relationship. And that's what I pretty much had with everyone in my life. These really shallow relationships. There were nothing of deep substance. And I just didn't trust others with the vulnerable side of me. I, I, I just didn't. And I felt unlovable. I felt so unlovable. I felt like I was abandoned and rejected by these men and by others. So I found myself sabotaging relationships and opportunities before they even had a chance to manifest into something great. Like I was self-sabotaging myself on a subconscious level. So those were just some of the things, right? So if you if if you see yourself in any of these ways, you're not alone. In fact, a lot of people are suffering from this, but they just don't want to admit it. They mask it with other things. So you have to set the intention every day to love yourself just a little more and amazing breakthroughs will start to occur from within and like I said before there are so many ways to express self-care and and self-love and it can be different for for everyone however I just want to share some ways that you can take advantage of the appetizer course of your life that will really start to make powerful and positive shifts to who you are so um First thing that is really, really important that I had to learn was how to nourish myself and to really focus on my health and wellness. We hear wellness a lot. We hear that word, but what is wellness? Well, wellness is like this active process of becoming um, aware of and just making choices toward a healthy and fulfilling life. It surpasses living disease free because it is a dynamic process of change and growth and when we maintain an optimal level of wellness we live like a higher quality of life because wellness matters because everything we do and every emotion we feel relates to our well-being and self-care is in intertwined with uh, wellness and they have become very oversimplified right they have become misunderstood and distorted in regards to just how important self-care self-love health and wellness really are if we look more deeply we would truly see that self-care and wellness it kind of like it's a holistic approach to becoming the best caregiver to yourself, right? It's like becoming like uh, the best parent to your inner child within you. 
it's essential. Self-care is essential. Health and wellness is essential to life. You will start to love yourself when you nourish yourself and really start taking care of your core needs. And your core needs, I mean, when you are getting enough rest, when you are eating foods that fuel your brain and gives your body more energy, when you are exercising, when you are practicing mindfulness and establishing these healthy social connections, right? That's when you are loving yourself. And I truly believe that how we treat ourselves reflects how we see and treat the God in us. And when we nourish ourselves, it automatically pours out to the world. So the ultimate goal is for your cup to overflow. But everything in a cup is for you. And the overflow is for everybody else. And I have to thank um, Ayana for teaching me that. Ayana um, Vangevant for teaching me that. So I have a question for you. Like, when was the last time you poured into yourself? I don't mean manicures, pedicures, massages, facials. I don't mean going to get your hair done or buying the latest shoes and purses. No, I mean really pouring into yourself in a way that fills up that internal cup that scratches the itches from your soul's deepest desires. When we think of self-care, I don't know, we just immediately go to the Mandy's and Patties. And while those acts, they do play a strong role in making us feel good and look good, in my opinion, they are only temporary satisfactions um, because there's like a deeper or deeper level of self-care that proceeds the surface level fixes, right? There's a level that is beyond what others can see with their eyes. And I really truly believe when you invest in yourself on a deeper soul level and put that time and energy into things that feed your soul, it shifts how you view yourself. I mean, it literally shifts your whole paradigm. And when your paradigm shifts, your belief shifts. And when your belief shifts, your thoughts shifts, which are followed by your emotions, your actions, your behaviors, which then shifts your habits. And we all know that success is in your habits. So once your habits shift, then that's when you can start seeing success. Can I just share something with you? I'm, I'm, I'm something that I'm learning in my journey of healing and growth. My hope in sharing this with you is that it will also spark something inside of you on your journey towards healing and self-mastery. First off, you have to stop comparing yourself to others and you have to create your own definition of success. Because everyone is on a different journey. We are all on a different journey. We are, we are all taking different paths. And so comparing your journey to others, 
will always put you in a place of feeling inadequate. It's great to like look for others for inspiration and motivation and just kind of learn from them. But to compare your life, your accomplishments or your goals to others, that is not an act of self-love or self-care love. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, last week, last year, and let that be a motivating factor and inspiration to progress on your own timeline. You have to set your own definition of success, even if it's different than society's definition. So you have to ask yourself, does success look like um, recognition or material wealth, fame? Or does it look like healthy interpersonal connections? Does it look like following your heart and improving and growing every day? You decide what success is to you. So self-love and self-care is accepting where you are now is where you're supposed to be and making the necessary changes to improve each day. You also have to define your own definition of beauty. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder and only you Only you can set the tone for what beauty is to you. And I will hope beauty to you is something that you can hold yourself to. Because focusing on society's definition of beauty, which is most of the time based on superficial things, will have you looking at yourself as not good enough. Trust me. And you are good enough. Like you are beautiful just the way you are. Believe it, and you have to stand on that truth. Making the mirror your best friend will help you to accept yourself just as you are because God makes no mistakes. And you were intricately and uniquely made with purpose. And no one is quite like you, and that's where your power lies. That's where your beauty lies. Another thing is eat high vibration foods. Food is an energy, just like everything else in this world. Everything in this world is made up of energy. So being conscious of what you are feeding your body is extremely important, not just for you, but for me. Like eating healthy foods and adopting these healthy eating habits is rewarding in itself. You know, foods such as fruits and vegetables, these are high vibrating foods because these are foods from nature, right? They give you energy. They make you feel good throughout the day. They help revitalize your body and give your body what it needs to function properly so why not eat healthy food carries energy so if you're constantly if we are constantly eating these dead animals that may have suffered before being slaughtered do you know that that energy is passed on to you and this is not to say stop eating meat because no one can tell you what to eat and what not to eat but you have to take that into consideration when consuming anything in your body one thing that really helped me is really knowing my blood type and what foods and what 
um, eating lifestyle work for me. And then, love, you have to do the things that replenish you as much as possible. You have to give yourself time to focus on your long-term goals and things that replenish you, that rejuvenate you. And this may just mean saying no, (laughs) just honoring your no's and your yeses to some things and some people, especially if they deplete you or they harm you in any way, say no. And if you want to be nice with it, say no, thank you. It's okay to set those boundaries. You have to learn your bandwidth and you have to honor your bandwidth. If you like to work out or you like to read or take warm essential oil baths or if you like to drink tea and listen to smooth jazz or hang with your friends and family, maybe you like to draw, maybe you love spending time in nature and playing with your children or playing with children general generally, maybe you like to sing or dance meditate maybe you love going to church or cooking or volunteering or inspiring people maybe you like to make people laugh or maybe or just maybe you just like to rest and sleep for more than six hours whatever makes you feel happy and energizes you you have to make it a conscious effort to do it as much as you can You have to pour into yourself to love yourself. And you also have to celebrate your wins no matter how small you think they are. Because we usually wait until we accomplish something big to celebrate and be proud of. But what if we celebrated our small wins as well? Because celebrating your small wins will make you feel good about yourself. They're like confident boosters, right? They motivate you to keep on going. It raises your energy. It raises your vibration. It raises your confidence to go after those bigger goals, those dreams. It motivates you to take more risks outside of your comfort zones. And to me, it's all about the journey anyway and not the end destination, right? Because what you learn And who you become while you are achieving a goal is where the true joy and growth lies. Because you are growing into the person that you need to be in order to even live out the goal that you're seeking to to achieve. Like you have to grow into that person to even be able to receive it. Rarely are you the same person who reaps the harvest that you were when you planted the seed never the same people there's always this growth in between that season so find joy in the journey and celebrate every step along the way no matter how small it is you owe it to yourself this this is not this is not easy Celebrate those small steps until you get there. And and one thing that I love to really (laughs) share with people is how 
reading is is, is a way of self-love and self-care. If you can take time each day to read things that expands your mind, that motivates you, that inspires you, that uplifts your spirit, you are pouring into yourself. You may want to read self-help books, spiritual books, business books, or just biographies of people who you truly admire. These things can and they will open you up to new and exciting possibilities. And you don't have to read a whole novel in one day. Reading just like 10 to 15 minutes a day is a start and can be extremely beneficial for you. And then volunteer. Gandhi says, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Need I say more? The great thing about serving and volunteering is you are an an agent of change. To me, that's the definition of volunteering, agent of change. These acts are a win-win for everyone involved. And when I mean everyone, I mean the recipient of your service. They win because they feel like someone cares and they feel like they matter. And then the person that is serving or the person that is giving also wins because something deep stirs up in you that makes you feel that what you do matters. Because you do matter and serving others is what makes life beautiful. That is one of the purposes that we all have in common on this earth is to serve others. Without a hidden agenda, without expecting anything in return, right? And another important thing to self-love and self-care is guarding your gates. What do I mean by guarding your gates? You know, there's this inner woman inside of you, right? Your soul, your spirit. So we have to be very mindful and conscious of what we are feeding our soul, our spirit, as well as our mind. It's really, really essential that you are conscious of this. You are in control over who, what you allow in your energy fields. Gates are the same as your senses, right? Sight, touch, hearing, smell, and taste. These are all the ways that things can enter your temple and penetrate that inner woman, that inner spirit that is pure. And what you put in your mind, what you put in your body, what you put in your spirit reflects back out in the world through your choices, through your words, your thoughts, your relationships, your feelings, and ultimately your circumstances. So you have to guard those gates. And that means your, you know, um, what sight, being conscious of what you are watching on TV with so many subliminal messages and evil undertones. You have to watch what you are. You have to be conscious of what you are watching. One thing that I tell people, quit sending me those videos of people killing themselves, like police shooting. Like, I don't want to see those videos talking talking about share this so it can go viral. It's already viral. 
The police already see this. They know they know what's going on. Don't be sending me those videos of people getting their head shot off and like I don't want to see that. Like I will block a person if they continuously send me those videos. Like I do not want to see those. Then how do you guard your touch? Just being careful of what you are touching. People that you are around, your environment. You have to be mindful of what you are allowing on your skin. The people who are you are coming in contact with, hearing, music is an energy. You have to be mindful of what you are listening to. Some of these songs and some of this music also have these subliminal evil undertones. I'm not saying you have to listen to smooth jazz and gospel all the time or love songs, but why not? You have to listen to something that is going to um, be soothing to your spirit and your soul. Now, if you like your trap music, okay, you like I like up-tempo music and beats and stuff like that's part of my culture. But you have to be conscious of what it is saying because words are powerful. And that is a way energy comes through your gate of hearing. Smell, same thing. Those aromas, you want to make sure that you are essential oils are a great way to be conscious of what is coming into your um, gate of smell and then taste we just talked about eating vibrational or high vibrational foods what are you putting in your mouth and not only that but what are what is coming out of your mouth what type of words are you speaking not over not, not only over yourself but over other people right so you have to guard your gates with all of your heart you also just remain a student always Self-development is powerful because it allows you to improve yourself in a way that will bring value to who you are and where you want to go. So if you want to learn a new language, go for it. If you want to learn how to be a more effective leader, who's stopping you? If you want to learn how to be more effective in your communication, get going. The world is waiting. Read more books to enhance your vocabulary. Attend workshops, seminars, classes, and webinars to enhance your skills. I mean, even YouTube is a great place to learn. But, (laughs) oh, you got to be careful with YouTube, though, because you can go on YouTube and try to learn a recipe or a skill, and the next thing you know, it's five hours later, and you're looking at unicorn and mermaid sightings. Okay, so you have to be careful with you too. <laughs> you got to stay focused. <laughs> but self-development is an ongoing journey. You can never stop learning and growing. It's important to be open uh, to being a student of life consistently. And when it's all said and done, love, you have to be compassionate and patient with yourself. You have to give yourself grace, right? So what you aren't where you want to be right now, just keep going. Keep moving that needle towards where you want to go. So what you made a mistake or you made a choice that brought on negative consequences. Make a better choice next time and seek the lesson from it. 
We are all learning each day. And what I am learning is that we can approach life. We can only approach life where we are mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So that's why it's always a great time to learn something new so that you can see life in a different way and approach it in a different way. But you have to give yourself grace and acceptance to not be perfect and to not know everything. Like accept your flaws and the fact that you are that you are human and that you may lose your way like humans often do and that it's okay. Because as long as God gives you another day, that's your sign that says, okay, God enjoys expressing life through me. God enjoys expressing life through me. And I am getting another chance to get it right. And trust and believe you will get it right eventually. So I'm going to keep it right there. Join me next week when we go into the importance of forgiveness and um, just other things that's going to help us heal during our appetizer course. Um, Yeah, so don't forget to like and subscribe and share and Give me feedback, leave a comment, let me know what you thought about this episode and share with me what are some ways that you show yourself love, like how do you pour into yourself, okay? So remember, you are single for a divine purpose and you will find it and you will walk boldly in your divinity and your personal power and I will be rooting for you along the way. So until next time, Love, peace, and light. Bye. Love this episode on Wait on Purpose? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Until next time.